Thank you for joining us for this episode. The Inner Conversation is brought to you by the Living Word of Christ Ministries. Our mission is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. For more information, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can watch service live at 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. Or if you miss service, you can catch what you missed on our YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy. Alright guys, uh, we are here again um, with Pastor Daniel. Hey everyone, how's it going? Um, today uh, we're here to talk about an interesting topic, uh, servanthood. And uh, before we even jump into it, Pastor, is there anything you'd like to share or anything on your heart or anything? Uh, let's pray before we actually start Absolutely. discussion. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for today. And we just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to share your word. And Father, we just ask, Lord, that it speaks to our hearts and whoever just tunes into this broadcast, this podcast, Lord, and just have your way in it, Father. We just thank you for what you are doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Servanthood. Servanthood is not necessarily a server. Because a servant of a restaurant, they get paid for what they do. Mm-hmm. And they do it um, because that's their job and their responsibility. Um, some may do it grudgingly because they don't want to do it because it's part of their job. Now, when it comes to servanthood, when it comes to Christianity, it's, it's serving those that, that we're supposed to be serving. The mm-hmm. needy, um, those that are less, less fortunate as far as spiritual-wise and, and being able to pour in. And, you know, when someone's needing something of some type of, um, help that you see that you're able to do mm-hmm. and helping them out. It's not to look for any attention, but what it is, it's you're doing it out of your own heart. And right. it's something that God puts on your heart to do. It's not, there's a difference between good works and there's a difference between servanthood. Servanthood is a part of life. It's what you do every day. It doesn't turn on or off. It's just consistently going no matter what. No matter how bad of a day you're doing or having, you know, you're always going to go and, and, and serve when it comes to God's people pretty much too. As, as a pastor and minister and, and even as, as Christians, you know, we have good days, we have bad days. And, you know, we can make decisions on what we do and what we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to servanthood, it's always giving, even though we're not feeling as if we can. Even though we may be frustrated and angry or, or dealing with some things in life, it's always about serving others. You know, are we doing what we are supposed to do when it comes to helping out others? As God has put it in our paths. Right. That's good. I, uh, for this question, I'd actually, it kind of goes along with that. It's in Mark 10, 45. It says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Pretty much, literally, what you were explaining. Um, just like you said, you know, regardless which is what Jesus did, regardless of how he felt, he served, you know, um, his life was a prime example of what servant it was, because it wasn't about, um, it was about God and God's purpose, and, you know, 
I always get tongue twisted trying to explain certain things, but <clears throat> it's it's understandable. See, this scripture right here when it says, you know, or he did not come to be served, mm-hmm. but to serve. Even if you look in Jesus and his actions when it came to healing many, when it came to delivering uh, those that were demon possessed, those that were sick in body, healing the blind, he didn't expect anything back from them. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when we serve someone, we want uh, some type of gratitude back, like a thank you, or or here's 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 something to here's some here's some payback, here's some money for your good services, and or we sometimes we expect something out of the service we give. See, in Jesus, when he came into this world, he came so that he can serve. He wasn't mm-hmm. expecting anything to, in return. This was his main duty while he was here in this world, was to give and to serve others. And in the process, he was bringing healings, he was bringing miracles, he was raising people from the dead. He was doing all these things. Why? Because this was in his heart to do so. And it was the will of the Father. Why? Because his main goal was to glorify God the Father. Mm. And see, so this is why when he gave, he, he, didn't, he didn't wait and say, okay, now where's my payment? No, he did it because this was his will to do so. And so, see, when we do it like this and when we do it out of the abundance of our heart because God puts it there, we also can be just like this if we let ourselves, you know, become this way too as well. Right. Man, that's good. Amen. So how does one know when he, she is in servanthood? Well, how how does one know? Well, just kind of like what we were talking about. If I'm helping somebody and I'm doing it out of my own heart and after a while I'm getting burnt from it, because either one, I'm not getting no gratitude. Mm. No one's saying thank you to me. Mm. I'm not getting no payback. I'm not getting shown anything towards all the good things that I'm do- doing. Mm-hmm. Am I really serving out of the goodness of my heart? Am I really serving just out of my own interest? Mm. Or am I serving it because Christ has put that on my heart? Right. If Christ put that on my heart, I'm going to do it no matter what. And no matter what happens, no gratitude, I know that he's going to be the one to reward me in whatever, whatever services I'm doing. And however I'm serving people, he's going to be my rewarder. But if I'm looking for men and women to say thank you for what you're doing and thank you for this and thank you that, then we have to look at ourselves. Well, when we're serving, what are, what are we looking for exactly? Right. You know? And sometimes it's, it's asking ourselves that, that question and being, being honest about it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's good. Amen. That, that leads me to my next scripture. It's in John chapter 6, uh, verse 38. It says, For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Pretty much tying into like what you were saying. You know, when you're out there and you're doing it right your intention you Mm -hmm. know jesus did it because it was the will of the father not because you know he was looking for some form of uh gratitude yeah like anything of that nature like recognition and uh that's good i like that i know uh i know at times our flesh can definitely want that you know the the uh 
hey, you know, I'm not doing this anymore because you didn't even appreciate what I did. You know, but like you said, <clears throat> God is a rewarder, yeah, which and, is awesome. And if we also look at this, too, at the same time, so if we look at Jesus and he's coming and, and he's doing the will of the Father, and here you, ha- here you have the religious leaders, the chief priests. Mm-hmm. We, have the, we have the Pharisees. Now, every time Jesus is about to do something, or even in the midst of their presence, he's doing nothing but good. He's doing the Father's will. They want to come against him, and they want to talk toward him, saying that, you know, who does he think he is? Or he's blaspheming, you know, he, he's saying he's the Son of Man. They're coming up with all these accusations. But see, because he knows it's the Father's will, he continues to do it. He doesn't go and complain, well, why do these people always talk about me? Why do these people right. always come right. against me? Why this? Why that? Because it wasn't for, their, it wasn't for them to say it's okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, Jesus was not looking for their approval. Jesus knew what his purpose was. So he stood on track no matter what, not keeping his eyes on the people, but keeping his eyes on the will of the Father. And this is what kept Jesus going forth and forward in his ministry because he was looking to fulfill the father's promise right and so this was this is a very important thing that that we must keep in mind don't keep our eyes on what people are saying Mm -hmm. but keep our eyes on what god is doing right and what god is leading you to do you're not doing it for them amen so how do we find the true meaning of certainhood in our lives? Let's say, or I know there's a different way to put it, but with everything that you've spoken about right now, how do we try to, how do we find the true meaning at that point? How do we find the true meaning of servanthood? Mm-hmm. Well, the true meaning of servanthood, how do we find it? Well, First, we must ask, you know, are we praying? Mm-hmm. Prayer is, this, this, is your li- this is our lifeline, is prayer. And this is when we know that we're doing right from wrong. This is when we know if we're doing it out of self-gain or out of the righteousness of what Christ is wanting us to do. Right. And so, when we find the meaning of it, the true meaning is are we having any type of appreciation for it. Are we, are we being filled at the same time? Right. Is God doing even more in us during that same time? Are we growing from it? Are we changing from it? Are our mentalities, our thought process changing as we're serving others? Because if it's God, God will continue to grow your heart. He will continue to grow that part of wanting to serve others and not think anything about what will I get from it? Mm-hmm. And it'll continue to grow to where you're not even thinking about what you have to do, but you're just going in and doing it. And you're having the peace of God with you. And you know that, and you feel that total freedom. Right. Versus servanthood when it comes from us. Man, if, if we're having a bad day, guess what? We don't want to do nothing. Right, yeah. And so we, 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 we shut off everything. We turn off everything. We, we shut down people. Mm-hmm. We tell people, like, not today. I don't want to talk today. I don't want to talk tomorrow. Give me, give me a couple of weeks, too. And, and before we know it, people start 
irritating us, frustrating us. And we start looking at people, man, they're needy and they're this and they're that. See, we're looking at it through the wrong heart. And this is where we can tell if there's a lot of frustration taking place when we're trying to help people. Are we doing it out of the right heart? Right. So we have to go into prayer and, and, ask, the, and ask the Lord and see if we're doing it out of the right heart or if we feel like it's almost like just mandatory for us to do it. Mm-hmm. Either way that we lean towards to, we're either going to feel one way or the other. And when we seek God in this, then he gives us that balance. And then we understand that when we serve people, a lot of it has to do with us even dying to our own flesh. Mm-hmm. Because now we're stepping out and doing things that we may not really want to do, but we still do them anyway. Right. Because it's what God wants us to do. Right. Do you think that balance is different for everybody? The balance is different from for, for some until they actually get an understanding on what it really is. Um, for, I know for me, when I was in my younger years of Christianity, I never thought of praying and asking God, am I doing the right thing as far as when it comes to serving people? Right. Because it's not something that you really ask God for, like in my, in my youth, mm-hmm. as I was young, what is a servant? It's nothing that I really thought of asking. But... It's, how would you say, it's when it begins to be part of a conversation is when you realize things that you do. Is it because I'm doing it or is it because God's leading me to do it? Right. And once I started understanding what servanthood was, then I knew when something needed to be done but something inside was rising against it that I had to check that right. and say, no, this is what God wants me to do and just do it wholeheartedly. Do it with compassion. Do it with love. Why? Because sometimes in it, the enemy will try to come and manipulate and say, you're doing it just because of this and because mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. But we, we have to know the difference between the two and there's only one way that you're going to know the difference. Right. It's praying and asking God for that balance to hear the truth and to be able to see where lies may try to come up and deceive you from stopping from actually doing his will. All right. Yeah. That's good stuff. So the scripture I have for this question is Matthew 19, verse 30. It says... But many who are first will be last, and the last first. Is there anything that you want to add to that, Pastor? I like that scripture. You know, it's kind of like, you put, sometimes, it's better to put others before you. Because sometimes you don't know what others are trying to even do for you at the same time. Right. Always trying to be the first in something, it, it doesn't accomplish anything. That's and very true. as being a servant, when you always try to be first, then you're always leaving someone behind. 
And that's the main idea that we should always keep in heart. If I'm trying to be the first in something, and that means whoever else is behind that is being left behind somewhere. Mm. So with this scripture, what it speaks to me is I would rather be in the back, allowing others to go before me, teaching them the right things, training them the right way, and, and bringing them up the right way in the word so I can watch them grow. Right. And as I'm going myself, at least I'm, I'm, a, I'm seeing them grow along with me. And I, this is what that spe- that this scripture speaks to me, is I would rather be in the back of the line, not to stay there in comfortness, mm-hmm. but to make sure that everyone in front of me is able to go and keep going along with me, ahead of me. Right. And sometimes, you know, you have the train, you have the caboose, and then you have the engine. <laughs> but in this, it's almost like the, the engine is on the back end of the train, and you're just pushing the whole weight of those, the trains and mm-hmm. the... How would, what else the, would you call the, the trailers? trailers. Yeah. yeah, the trailers. It's like keeping all the weight and pushing it all up in front of you. Why? Right. Because you don't want to lose one person. You don't want to stay on track. To, exactly. And lose that one. Right. And Jesus, being the one where it says in his word that he stays close to the backslider. See, he even stays close to the one that falls behind. Mm. As he's watching the 99, he goes back for that one. So when this scripture right here is he was speaking on exactly what he was living out in his own life. And I believe it's a, a pretty, pretty awesome scripture. Yeah, heck yeah. Random question. Why do you think serving is so important? Serving is important because it's really what should be built within our faith. Serving is very important because if not, then we become expectant to be served all the time. Right, yeah. And that means if you're expecting and you're not really serving, you're kind of holding off and you're waiting. You're waiting for something that may never happen, so therefore you may never even get in that place where you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. because you're waiting to be served. You're waiting for someone to come and, and tell you, okay, let's go and do this. Right. Even though you know that you should be, or you have a slightest bit of the, the, the Holy Spirit just kind of like tugging at your heart to do that. Right. But when you decide just to still hold back and you wait on that, then there's, there's that also that sense of pride. You know, you wait mm-hmm. and you wait. And what's going to happen while you wait? Mm. You can get angry. You can get upset. Yeah. You can get bitter. You're going to get all these things. And God's like, man, all I need you to do is serve. Yeah. And it's important that we learn on what servanthood is. Right. Because when someone needs prayer, guess what? Pray for them. That's another way of serving them. It's not just food. It's not just a drink, a cup of water. Right. It's it's spiritually, it's praying for them, it, it's calling them, it's texting them, it, it's, and it comes in all different shapes and sizes. Amen. That's a good point. Man. 
That's awesome. And some uh, some some good nuggets here, Pastor. Um, okay, so how do we continue and stay faithful in serving? Well, the way we continue to stay faithful in serving is keeping our eyes on Jesus. That's the only way Plain that we continue simple. to stay faithful in serving. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Why? Because if you keep your eyes on Jesus, that means you're praying. And if you're praying, then he's going to set you straight. I've been set straight many times. And, and God's just like, hey, do this. And it's kind of like, okay, I'll pray on it. Guess what? Next day, do this. It's like, okay, I'll do it. Why? Right. Because I want to please him. Because right. I'm a servant to him as well as I'm a servant to others. I'm here because I want to be a servant. I'm here because that's my desire to be. And if God has put that in my heart and as far as my responsibility, Lord, help me to continue to serve the right hearts. Lord, continue to show me what this is all about. Lord, open my eyes up when I'm continuing to do your work. Why do I pray this way? I pray this way so every time I do something, I'm not trying to look for the satisfaction of saying, please, thank you. Here you go. Here's payment. No, I do it because I know once it's done, I just know God is always watching me. And then when I know God is always watching me, I know that he's seen everything that I do out of the goodness of my heart. Right. Out of the purity of, I want to do nothing but your will. That gives me satisfaction. Right. That keeps me to stay faithful and serving because I know great is my reward Amen. when throughout life and that day when I make heaven my home. And not only that, when we serve others, it's awesome on how God just even sees our needs from our, our spiritual maturity to our growth, to our finances, to our jobs, to, to anything you could think about. Right. And sometimes we are we we serve others and we forget about our problems and then before we know it god moves because he sees us faithful in doing his will and it's because when we stay faithful in serving we lose sight of what we're going through we lose sight of all that we're having to deal with why because right. we're, we're we're serving people we're we're doing god's will this brings joy this brings peace into our hearts and our minds and, and we're we're in it we're, we're diving into this mm-hmm. and then when god moves you're like man lord you know how did this happen he says well while you were doing my will i decided to move mm. and it's kind of like wow i wasn't expecting that yes because you weren't keeping your eyes on all the bad things in life right but you're keeping your eyes again as we were speaking earlier, on God. Right. And when we keep our eyes on God, there's no other better life that we can have while on this earth. Because only in God can we get our peace. Only in God is where we get our joy. Right. And we're not talking about a temporary joy. We're talking about an everlasting joy. Joy in the morning, joy in the afternoon, joy in the evening. How? He can give it. Can we explain it? No, but receive it and take it. Don't try to, and sometimes we could try to 
think about it, but it's like God gives it freely. Right. Because he knows we need it. Right. Amen. And to add to that, um, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we continue and we stay faithful because we know that God will always stay the same. He will always be faithful. He will always provide. He will always have our backs before we have our own. And uh, he takes care of our business when we take care of his. Um, is there anything else? Any, what, what's your encouragement, Pastor, for, uh, for servanthood or for serving? For serving? Well, I mean, that's, that scripture is speaking for itself. If God says he's going to do something in your life, he's going to do it. Amen. But it's important for us to stay on track. Mm-hmm. Why? Because when we stay on track and, and, we're, and we're fulfilling our purpose in life, he's going to continue to meet us in whatever need it is. Mm-hmm. He doesn't change his mind. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he's spoken to you something years ago, it's going to come to pass. If he's spoken something to you a week ago, it's going to come to pass. Right. It, and sometimes we, we think, well, that's out, of the, that's out of the ordinary. How can that happen? Or that's too much. How can that even be? God can do anything. Right. God, he, God created you and me. And to know that he died that Jesus even died on the cross for us that means that there was hope for all mankind that God did not even give up on his own creation right and so my encouragement today is don't get tired of doing what God has purposed your life to do because I could tell you Amen. that frustrations would always come into place. Uh, a lot of things, fears, anxieties, uh, angers, all these things will try to linger around you and try to hang on to you. But in all of this, the more that we keep our eyes on God, the less that these problems become smaller and less and less and less. Mm-hmm. These problems become less and less and less as God becomes bigger and bigger and bigger in your life. And you find yourself at a place of peace. Find that place of peace. Seek God through prayer. Ask for his direction. But when he gives it, just follow through. Right. Follow through is what we need today. Amen. And you, uh, you pretty much answered uh, the question that had came to mind. Awesome. But uh, uh, that'll be it for this episode, guys. Um, again, you guys can always reach out our Facebook page, Instagram page. Uh, you can catch everything on YouTube. You can listen to everything here. Um, Pastor, you want to close this out? Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your prayer. As you hear our prayers, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, my God, that you continue to make us stronger, Lord, that you give us courage and strength, God, and give us joy and peace during these times. 
And I pray, Lord, for those that are out there that are listening, my God, that have questions about your salvation, that have questions about who you are, Lord. Help them, Lord, to give them the courage to reach out to friends and family that are serving you, or even to reach out, Lord, to to even us, my God, to see, to get the answers that they need. And Father, as we continue to serve others and serve those around us, I pray, Father, that those hearts will not grow faint in doing your will, my God. But we just thank you, Lord, and all that you're doing. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. So that'll be it for this episode. We honestly just want to thank everybody for your support. If you or someone you know is looking for a church, our doors are still open. And you can watch on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, weekly on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. You can watch any service, including the Women's Conference, on our YouTube channel, The Living Word of Christ Ministries. For directions, we are located at 1107 Alta Drive, Biggersfoot, California, 93305. We'll see you on the next episode, and God bless you.